When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Wolfpack Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light, brought to you by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. And by Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, where Wolfpack basketball and great food come together. Live from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, this is Wolfpack. Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. Here's your host, Tony Haynes. It'll be a rematch tomorrow night from Chapel Hill. NC State will be in the Smith Center to face off against North Carolina for the second time this year. It'll be a tip-off of 9 o'clock. We'll be on the air with our pregame coverage at 8 p.m. And the Pack will be trying to avenge that loss to the Tar Heels back in late January. So we look forward to that battle always. In fact, only four regular season games remain now for NC State. Three of those games will be against teams that are below the Wolfpack in the standings. The other contest next Monday night against Duke. And so a lot to play for here down the stretch for NC State. And it should be interesting as we get closer to the ACC tournament. I'm Tony Haynes. And the coach is by my side. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. And if you're listening on the network right now, we pre-recorded the show earlier today from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. And by the way, our last show of the season will be next week. And it will be on Tuesday. So we'll be here at Jimmy V's pre-recording at 12 noon next Tuesday because the pack has a Monday night game against Duke. So if you haven't uh, found your way down to Jimmy V's uh, to join us for the show, you got one last chance. And that'll be uh, next Tuesday, uh, our final show before the ACC tournament. All right, Coach, you uh, just went through a pretty tough five-game stretch, three games on the road consecutively, then two games back-to-back against top ten teams. If I would have told you before that five-game stretch, that you would have gone three and two in those five games where you thought to yourself, yeah, that's pretty good. No, I would have said, man, why, why can't we go five and oh? That's what <laughs> I said. No, it was um, it, it's a it was a good stretch. Um, you know, obviously you're playing three games on the road back to back to back. That's tough. And for us to go two and three, two and one in that and had a chance to go three and oh. And then obviously coming back home after being away from PNC for 18 straight days, 
um, to win against Duke was really good. And it's a tough week for us because uh, very rarely do you have a chance to play the number six and 18 back-to-back. Um, and, you know, obviously it's tough to beat two ranked teams, uh, two top ten teams back-to-back. Uh, I think if we had a little space in between, maybe in a different outcome, but I'm proud of our guys about how hard we fought and, um, you know, what a great win against Duke. And um, I thought, our guys, you saw what we're capable of when we're playing all together. Yeah, two more home games uh, coming up for NC State before the end of the regular season. What did you think about the support you got at PNC last week? Well, the support at PNC was tremendous. Um, I've said this before. Uh, we've got the most passionate fan base and, uh, you know, obviously they, they love uh, NC State sports. They love NC State basketball. Our students were tremendous. Um, that atmosphere uh, was uh, unbelievable. And, uh, you know, even after the game at the Bell Tower, you know, I, I don't know how many, but I thought it was close to four to 5,000 students that showed up for that at almost midnight. And, you know, we had a good time out there just <laughs> hanging out. But it's a, it's a great it's a great atmosphere. It's a great fan base, uh, passionate, a little bit crazy at times, but we respect that. Yeah, yeah, of course. For the fans who are not aware of the fact that you went out to the bell tower uh, after the Duke game, kind of tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, the bell tower was just an extended party uh, from PNC. And, um, you know, I, I got some when I was closing up in there and I got a little couple of uh, text messages and Craig told me that, uh, obviously, the students were lining up at the bell tower. I wasn't going to leave them out there by themselves because, um, you know, they were the ones who uh, helped us win that game. And so I got out there. It was a crazy atmosphere. It was unbelievable. Um, you know, that's the second time in my career that that's happened. You know, the first one was uh, two years ago when we won at Chapel Hill and we got back and that atmosphere was the same. But it was unbelievable. Uh, fans were happy. It's good when you have school spirit. And it's good when you can see our fans and our students enjoying their experience. Uh, you know, these guys forever will be able to go back and say, you know, I remember on this date when we won the game versus Duke versus uh, by 22 points and we celebrated all night long. You know. Another thing that students always remember uh, during their experience at NC State is uh, those opportunities to do some court storming. And we saw another one after the Duke game. What do you think about court storming? Well, I, I want to get to the point where we don't storm the court. But it's fun. Right. You know, I get it. You know, I, I want to get to the – to you know, when our students and our fans understand that we're supposed to win these games. But there's no way I'm going to uh, take their glory and fun away right now uh, because it was fun. I mean, it was good, clean fun. Um, I, I just always ask when that happens to – try to protect the other team and get them off the floor if we can. Uh, I like, you know, if you're going to do it sometime, I wouldn't be opposed to an organized court storm. Where, you know, everybody <laughs> clears out, and then I said, all right, after the team gets out there, everybody comes down because it's fun. You want to do that part of it. But it's tough, man, when you see those students lining up before the game's over. It's about a minute to go, and they know we're going to win the game. And uh, I feel – for the security because they got a, they got a tough job. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I just want to make sure that I get the Duke fans off. Not that we're, our guys are going to do, do players off. Not that they were going to do anything malicious. But I don't want anybody to bump into anybody and somebody says, well, so-and-so hit me. You know, it's mm -hmm. not about that. For sure. Well, in the 22-point victory over Duke, clearly NC State played at an elite level, not only elite level in terms of execution and doing the things that you need to do to win a basketball game, but, you know, sustained a high level of energy for the entire 40 minutes. How difficult, Coach, is it to do that in back-to-back -back games? Well, it's tough um, because you, you're on this – and let's not forget then that there's 17, 18, 19, you know, 20-year-old kids. It's such a high. Mm -hmm. You know, you come off that win, that's a big high. And just uh, – be able to turn the page in 48 hours to prepare for another team is always tough. I think we did it. Mm -hmm. um, and we played really, really good early against Florida State uh, to the fact that we had a lead. But you're playing against two different teams and two different styles. And um, it's no shame of losing to Florida State, no shame to losing to Duke because they're both of really good programs this year. The problem is it was going to be tough for anybody in the country to be able to beat number six and eight back-to-back. -back. It's just tough, you know. It, it usually doesn't happen that way. How did you handle uh, the day after the Duke game in terms of uh, practice and, and those sorts of things? Well, I, I let them have their glory until it was time for us to watch film, and then I told them that was over. And 
Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a week off. We got another game in a couple of days, so you have to uh, have a short-term memory. You got to forget, and you got to prepare for the next team, which was Florida State. And you know, once we got in the film, uh, it was over. We didn't talk about the Duke win anymore. There's a lot of way to, ways to have success, and both Duke and Florida State clearly are two excellent teams, Final Four contenders. A pair of teams could win the national championship, no doubt. You mentioned that they're. Very different teams, though, and how they go about their business. Explain the differences from your point well, of view. Well, both of them are very good. Uh, both of them are very good offensively, but uh, you know, Florida State has a little bit of diff different uh, philosophy for defense. Um, both will deny you. Both will get in the passing lane. Both will speed you up. Both can turn you over. Um, Florida State does a little bit different because they uh, they sell out to protect the paint, even though they deny you. They will come off strong side to make sure you don't get paint touches. Uh, Duke stretches you out. They deny you. It's hard to give reversals. Um, Duke will make you play one-on-one -on -one basketball at times, and they're very efficient at it. So two really good defensive teams, but they do it a little different. How testy is it for a basketball team as you go through a season going from one style to another so quickly? Because clearly the game plan for just about everybody, every game is going to be tweaked a little bit, isn't it? Well, that's why you play the non-conference and try to pick teams in your non-conference that may play the same way that your conference teams play. And so when you look at it, you know, you want to try to pick a team to play, uh, especially some of the better teams that you know are going to be that year, and so you can adjust to that style mm -hmm. if you can. And, and it doesn't always work because some of the non-conference team may not be as good as the our conference team, uh, but at the same time, you get a chance to play against that style. One of the unusual things about Florida State, though, is the way they switch. They switch every position, one through five, on screens. In the first half, especially the other day, do you think your team did a good job of taking advantage of that? We did, um, and, and I thought they made a great adjustment. Um, you know, they played the two seven-footers, and we were, when they switched one through five, we were able to drive them. And when they went with number 10, who was about 6'8", He's just as good as defender as their guard, so it was tough now to get any advantage on them. Teams that screen switch one through four, one through five, it's tough to gain advantage because you don't get advantage uh, when you set screens. So you kind of got to just play, and um, they did a good job. You know, I I wasn't um, all that excited. I, I thought, you know, on a couple times, um, you know, when they drove, they got some bumps, and on ours, I didn't think we got them. Um, and I, I've always said this. I'm never accusing anybody of cheating. I don't even go to that point. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I think you get different referees in different spots, and um, it just it's called a little different. And it's some of that stuff is um, you know matter of interpretation, uh, especially when you get in that restricted area. You know, did they did the offensive guy jump into him? Did the guy was he vertical all the way up? And sometimes that's you know as a coach, and I'm not the only one. You're just not happy with what your guys are getting. It was an interesting game because the player you mentioned that was key, I think, was Malik Osborne. They pretty much kept him in there. It's the five in the second half, although he's not really a true center, per se. He's more like a forward. But uh, it gave them a guy that could uh, defend on the perimeter a little bit better. But when you look at Florida State's length and their athleticism, uh, to what degree do they shrink the court defensively with that? Well, they're long, and they want to – I don't know this exactly, but I think they're the best shot-blocking team in the, in the ACC – but when you got six four uh, point guards and, and everybody else is six 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 seven six eight six nine and they all are very similar in athletic ability, you can do that. Um, the way they play is always the way I've played. You know, we we typically would have ten guys that we could run in and we could press and get after, and they were very similar. Switch all screens, and uh, because of injuries and our situation, we just don't have that right now. But it makes it tough on everybody's offense. Do you ever see yourself having the personnel where you'd switch one through five for the yeah, entire game? Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it happens next year. Um, I got a tremendous recruiting class coming in. That's a top ten recruiting class. And with some of the guys that's going to return, it'll, we should go into the season uh, barring any injuries or any unfortunate situation with 10 to 11 guys that we can put on the floor. Explain why that would be difficult for an offense if you go up against a team that is really good at, and, and has the ability personal-wise to switch at every position. Well, because it's it's so hard because you can run guys in and out, and if you can get those guys to buy in and play in 22 to 25 minutes a game and play as hard as they can, and then you got a successful program. And that's the way my teams have always been. We've always had 
you know, 9, 10, or 11 guys that we can run in and just play and work people down. And we're doing it kind of with seven or eight, but that's not a good formula for us. I remember I told you a few weeks ago, Florida State had a game where they played 16 guys. Now, it was a blowout at the end, and they were able to run some guys in there that uh, don't ordinarily play. But when you watch them on tape and you see Leonard going to his bench the way he does, do you kind of shake your head and feel a little envy? <laughs> well, I can get 16 guys, but it's, I'm going to have to go over to the rec center and pick a few guys up, probably eight, to be honest right. with you, just to, to be able to play in the game. Um, that's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some of those guys will walk on. You only get 13 scholarship guys. But I don't, I don't remember ever having 16 guys in practice. I wish I could. How do you go about finding walk-ons, anyway, by the way? Well, some of them uh, – some of them we know about. We don't recruit walk-ons, um, but we know that are good high school players. Some of them are, we do have at times an open tryout for walk-ons. Uh, but I'm, I'm also, if you're going to add a walk-on, you're adding, you just want to add a kid that, number one, understands his opportunities, um, which probably means he's not going to play a lot. But they've got they to be good people and uh, good students also because I don't want guys that – you know, obviously going to be headaches and, um, you know, not ready. But I treat a walk-on just as well as I treat the number one player on my team. I don't look at them any different. Uh, I don't call them walk-ons. Um, you know, I, when you're part of our family, you're part of our program, you get everything that everybody else gets. Do you remember having a walk-on in your career or going up against a walk-on that actually was good enough to deserve legitimate playing time? Yeah, we, we had a walk-on at Louisville that played in the national championship um, game, um, Tim Henderson, hmm. uh, who, who actually broke, broke the game open in the semifinals against Wichita State. And um, when I, the, I, my best walk-on was my best player at Wilmington. I had a kid named Chris Flemings um, hmm. from who's out at Cary who went to Division II, walked on. I eventually, after his second or third year, gave him a scholarship but he averaged 18 points a game for me. He was our best player. He was an all-conference, first-team first all-conference CA guy. Wow, that's I cool. love walk-ons. Yeah, that's great. All right, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be back to Jimmy Vizos, Dorian Barr, right after this. You're listening to the Wolfpack Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. There's something out there for you and me. American Road is calling, so what's it gonna be? Hey, it's an amazing day, traveling our own highway. No matter where it leads us, we can smile, cause it's leaning in the mind. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Gwynn and Edwards PA is a law firm dedicated to serving clients in both residential and commercial real estate. Located in Raleigh and Cary, the firm serves residents and business owners throughout Wake County and surrounding counties, representing many of the Triangle's top builders, residential and commercial real estate brokers, as well as the area's leading lenders, investors, and developers. The firm's success is based upon its dedication to the delivery of professional services by knowledgeable, friendly, and personal attorneys and staff. Call Gwynn and Edwards today for all of your real estate needs. It's game time with fat fans. And nothing compares to the excitement of ACC basketball. And you can catch all the action all season long on Fox Sports South and Fox Sports Go. The ACC is loaded with talent, with the best teams all ready to take the title. And it's all on Fox Sports South, your home for ACC basketball. NC State basketball, the ACC, and Fox Sports South. That's money. Wolfpack fans, don't miss out on the action at PNC Arena as the NC State men's basketball team takes on Pitt for Superhero Day, Saturday, February 29th at noon. Fans are encouraged to wear their favorite superhero apparel, meet their favorite heroes on the concourse, and watch the arena come alive for this action-packed day of fun. For more information and to secure your tickets to Wolfpack men's basketball versus Pitt, Saturday, February 29th, visit gopack.com slash tickets. There is strength in the pack. At NC State, our mission is timeless, to prepare our state for what's coming next. 
And for today's students, we're the smartest investment in North Carolina. From nanomaterials to the tallest pines, we're shaping the landscape and building prosperity, creating and training for the jobs of tomorrow, helping students unlock their potential right here at home and all over the globe. NC State, think and do the extraordinary. Join us at ncsu.edu. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. You are listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keith, presented by Coors Light. Show pre-recorded earlier today from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. And a reminder, our final show of the season will be next Tuesday. Duke's playing on uh, Monday, or NC State's playing Duke on Monday, so we won't have a show on Monday. But the final show of the season next Tuesday, we'll pre-record at Jimmy V's 12 noon, and then uh, you can listen in on the network, of course, from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, always a great lunch here at Jimmy V's. Coach uh, stepping up to the plate. Did I really say that? And he's having himself a salad. It's time of year, right? End yeah, of the year, you gotta you gotta preserve your energy. You gotta go healthy. Yeah, I, listen. Um, my mom wouldn't be proud of the way I've been eating on the road and traveling. And uh, here, here's what I would tell you: our kids do not starve on the road. We eat a lot, and the, the only problem with that is that every time the kids eat, the adults have to eat. So um, I've got to now cut back on what I'm eating to make sure that uh, I keep my energy and this keep this great six-pack that I have. Um, you know, it's important for me that, you know, I do that. And and I, I, I have a lot of respect for you because you have that six-pack, but you don't walk around the office shirtless to impress everybody, right? No, shirtless? Are you yeah. kidding me? No. Well, a lot of people have the six-pack. They like to show it off. You got to so. leave something to the imagination, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. I uh, noticed yeah. that uh, you're not, uh, when you ordered your salad, though, you're not a crouton guy. No, I'm not a crouton, and I'm not a pecan guy. Okay. And so I can't believe we're talking about my salad like this, but I'm sure everybody that's listening wanted to know what type of salad I got. Wow. Um, and then I see these folks in front of me that are all looking healthy, and they got all of these great pizza that they can eat. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm seeing this nice young lady. I won't say her name, but she's eating pizza but got a salad as just a little throw-in. But, the, the I, you know. I'm not going to say anything. I, you know, I won't tell who, I won't mention her name until later on in the show. I'm and, tempted to say her name. Well, just Spill say, the beans. Yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't do it because that's not fair. You should never do that. Yeah, all right. Well, ACC standings. Wow, this is going to be a crazy two weeks, and it's been a, a nutty year in the league. Right now, Louisville in first, 14-3. Uh, and three. Duke and Florida State a half game back. They're tied at 13-3. and three. Virginia, solid fourth place right now at 11-5. and five. And then you have the four teams all at 8-8. Eight and eight. That's NC State, Notre Dame, Syracuse, and Clemson. Wolfpack wins the tiebreaker over all but one of those teams, and that would be Clemson because Clemson has beaten Louisville and Duke. And the Tigers, by the way, have really come on here. They've won three in a row, and they're playing their best basketball late in the year. So I move from the standings to the net rankings, all right? NC State right now 53rd. Pack lost one spot by falling to Florida State. Virginia is 51st in the net rankings. Now, Coach, will you please explain to me how this works? So you're going to ask a guy <laughs> that was 31, 32 in the net and didn't get into the tournament last year to explain the net to you. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I don't think anybody that, can explain it. Uh, I, I don't know how the net works. Um, and, and I will say this. According to the NCAA, the net is one tool that they use. Mm-hmm. And so – I don't know that – I don't know if everybody's putting too much emphasis on the net. Uh, I know we did last year uh, because we're right now in the history of the net, and it's only been a year where the, the, um, the highest net team, meaning 30-something, that didn't get in. So I don't think the net is as important as people think. I think it's a piece of a tool that they use, and then I think it's a lot of other different scenarios that could happen. And all the other rankings, NC State is much better than – 53. Net is the worst. Last year, you had a good net. 
How can Virginia be 51? Because you can't explain the net. That's why I'm telling you, I don't know. If you could explain the net, you could answer that. I mean, you know. Do you look at this stuff a lot? Do you follow it? These ratings? Sometimes. This time of year? Sometimes. Uh, and I say sometimes because it doesn't matter. We have to win games. Here's what I will tell you. I will say this, that as of today, NC State, we have the most quad one wins in our league. Correct. I should say as of yesterday. I don't know if mm-hmm. we got five quad one wins, and I know that quad one means something. So right now in quad one, we're five and four, whereas in last year, I think we were one and nine or two and nine or somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But we're five and four in quad one, and then I want to say we're nine and seven, possibly in quad one and quad two. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, NC State does have the most quad one wins in the ACC. Uh, and by the way, um, in your three years at NC State, I think this is very, very impressive. The Wolfpack has played 12 games against top 10 teams and won five against top 10 in a three-year period. I don't know that a lot of teams could say that either. That's very difficult to be, uh, do with beat teams of that caliber. Um, NCAA tournament, the subject of the tournament, does that come up at all in your conversation with, when you're addressing your team? It, it did yesterday for the first time because I wanted these guys to understand uh, with four regular season games, kind of what the big picture is. And I explained to them about net, and they thought I was talking about when we go outside and shoot, they want to make sure we make a <laughs> bunch of nets. And I said, no, it's not like that. That's a bad joke. That was something that you would say. Yes. But, um, I, that's I thought, why I laughed. Yeah. I thought it was my, I know. And I, thought I, I thought it was a great yeah, joke. As, a, hilarious. As, I, as I was telling the joke, I was like, that's not even you. That joke doesn't even sound right. So I'm going to change that. That was a bad joke. Anybody's listening, I don't usually get those bad jokes like that. But anyway, I did yesterday. You did. And I talked briefly about it. Your wife, Georgette, she, she laughs at my jokes. I just want you to know. So you might, might want to go with it. Or maybe she, she's just being nice. She's being nice because that type of joke at home wouldn't get a laugh. They would joke me for saying that. For, la- for joking at that joke, they would tell me, um, you know, like my wife's got this new saying that I don't know where it came from the last couple of weeks is you're the worst, you know, and I don't wow. know where that came from, you know. That it's, is, it's, that's, it's, it's that's a, brutal. It's a stage that she's going through, and she started it <laughs> one night that the game was over, and it was like 2 in the morning, I couldn't sleep, and I was trying to make all type of noise to get her to wake up, and she's like, you're the worst. I was like, where did that come from, man? It's a fad. I hope she gets past that. Like, that's not a good thing to tell your husband you're the worst. What if I was a guy that didn't have a lot of confidence? That would kill my confidence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I think, uh, and I haven't done any kind of uh, ex- in terms of uh, experiments and surveys on this subject, but I would say the longer you're married, you tend to hear more insults. Yeah, I've been married for uh, 20 years, and um, the most – Outstanding 20 years of my life. Um, you know, this, she's my partner. She's my friend. Um, you know, she keeps me in check. You know, she praises me. Mm-hmm. And then she tells me I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good joke. See what I mean? That, that is that's a good That's a joke. Kevin Keyes joke, not yours. That's that, right. Yeah. Well, I like the best. She has balance. You know, she, she has, as you said, she keeps you in check. Yeah, she has balance. But if your spouse tells you you're the worst, and you've been married for 20 years, don't take it personal. They just, it is what it is. She doesn't really mean it. Well, I think she does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I just don't know what, you know. And when she says you're the worst, you come back with you say you're the best. Right? No, I just, see, that's your joke. See, I would say that. <laughs> when somebody tells you that you're the worst, you just leave it alone. I just. Change the subject. You don't want to ask what she means, you're the worst, because if you say you're the worst and you say what well, in what area, you definitely might not like that, that answer, so you leave that's, it alone. That's true. Yeah. You, know, you change the subject. Like, I'm going to change the subject right now. Yeah, thank uh, you. Going back to the game of Florida State, 67-61. Pack was in the game all along. Um, uh, dear post guys, Funderburg, of course, had foul trouble and eventually fouled out. Uh, and Manny, to, but between them, they only got up six shots. Manny did not uh, have an opportunity to get a shot up there. Um, he dropped some balls around the rim a couple of times, and that happens, especially in a crowd. Um, were you hoping that you'd be able to get more out of your post guys in that game? I, I know they could make it difficult. Yeah, I, I think they never got in the Florida game because um, they, we, we had some fouls called on us that um, they didn't um, handle well. And, you know, DJ got his fourth foul before I can get him out of the game. You know, I was trying to get him out of the game, and, he ended up picking up his fourth foul, and 
I, that changed the game because he had to sit for a long time. And, you know, he's been playing well for us when DJ Funderburg has to sit. That's a great balance because uh, if I take him out with three, he's still got to sit for a while. Um, and then you got to put somebody else in. So it's, it's, it's difficult, and I need him to stay in the game. When DJ went to the bench for four fouls, the game was tied. And then Florida State thereafter was able to build a little bit of a lead. Could you make the case that that was maybe the key moment in that basketball game? Well, I'm going to make the argument now that I wish we had six fouls now. <laughs> you know, we, get, we can figure out how to get six fouls. Why do we have five fouls? I want you to think about that. Well, I've heard discussions amongst coaches that they would like going to six fouls, like what the I'm NBA. Saying, so, so we don't play the first half, you play 20 minutes. The second half, you don't play 16. So why not give 20 minutes for three and 20 minutes for three? Mm-hmm. I've heard. This is the first time I've heard you that quiet. Yes. I want to. Uh, there are other coaches who have advocated for just getting rid of disqualification altogether. I don't believe in that. No, you don't <laughs> believe in that. There's no. got to be a limit, right? No. If you get rid of disqualification, the game will be really rough, buddy. Yeah, I'm that's gonna tell for you sure. That, that ain't turn into a football game. Yeah, right? you, you might as well just go recruit the toughest guys you can get, because <laughs> it ain't. But you got to be disqualified somehow. But you would be for six. Five. I would absolutely love six, three and a half. All right, that's good. Sounds good to me. All right, thanks for listening tonight. NC State, North Carolina, coming up tomorrow night. It's a 9 p.m. tip-off from the Smith Center in Chapel Hill. And, of course, that's a rematch. Tar Heels won round one over PNC Arena in late January. And we'll return after this. You're listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keyes, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. It's time for the beautiful smile you've always wanted. Gladwell Orthodontics is thrilled to be a part of NC State's pack. Trust in Gladwell Orthodontics, North Carolina's number one Invisalign provider and top five in the nation. With three locations in Raleigh and Wake Forest, our doctors and staff are not just correcting smiles, we're perfecting them. Visit gladwellorthodontics.com to schedule your new patient appointment. Tell them you're a member of the pack and receive $500 off comprehensive treatment. Gladwell Orthodontics, experience the difference. Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count Rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com slash radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. Tony Haynes here with Brother Fountain of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for your future. Coach Keats has a game plan and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. Hey y'all, I'm Maddie, and something I love about the Chick-fil-A Nuggets is their gold color. It lets me know that I'm about to enjoy something hot and delicious. It's just comfort food. It feels good to eat. Thanks, Maddie. I'm Hannah. I work at the Chick-fil-A in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm so stoked that you love the Chick-fil-A Nuggets just as much as I do. A little thing I want people to know about the Chick-fil-A Nuggets is that we cannot make them fast enough. People order so many of them. They are always made fresh around the clock every single day. Real guests and team members paid for their testimonial. Hello, I'm John Heaster for John Heaster Chevrolet. Customers tell us the best part of owning a vehicle is when you first purchase it. And the worst part is when you have to take a half a day or a day off to bring it in for service. We've solved that. We've created an app you can download on your phone. Click valet service. We'll come to your house or office, pick your vehicle up, bring it in, diagnose it, give you video confirmation for everything we do. You authorize it online and we bring it back to you. So we used to say, get off your keister and come to Heaster. But now we're getting off our keister and bringing Heaster to you. Chevrolet, find new roads. Everybody buckle up. Bum, 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 bum. Buckle up. Let's go. Buckle up. Can we go to the store. Buckle up. Everybody buckle up. A lot goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kids buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
NC State and North Carolina coming up tomorrow night from the Dean Dome. And uh, our airtime for pregame coverage will be 8 p.m. tip-off shortly after 9 o'clock. Tar Heels right now struggling. Seven-game losing streak, 10-17 and 17 overall, 3-13 and 13 in the league. Wolfpack is an even 8-8 eight and eight in conference play, 17-10 and 10 overall. Congratulations to NC State junior Devin Daniels. He has been named ACC Player of the Week. And why not? What a week it was for Double D at 25 points, nine rebounds in the victory over Duke. And then he came back against Florida State the other day, had 18 points and nine boards in that one. So a very productive week for him. He was great against Duke. Mark L. Johnson was sensational against Duke. He had 28 points, nine rebounds, only one turnover against the Blue Devils. And, of course, Markell added to his repertoire with yet another midcourt make. He's made three half-court shots this year, which uh, is remarkable. Uh, I don't know that that's ever happened really in the history of college basketball. But after his uh, brilliant performance and that victory over the Blue Devils, uh, Mark L. Johnson joined Gary Hine and myself on the postgame show. And the first thing he wanted to talk about was the great crowd support that uh, NC State got at PNC Arena last Wednesday night. The energy in this building was crazy, you know, from the beginning of the game. Um, it was it, it was kind of like, you know, having an extra defender out there on the court, you know, with the crowd just staying engaged, you know, throughout the whole game. Um, you know, before we even took the big lead, you know, they was rooting us on and things like that. So, you know, the crowd, you know, played a big part in, in, in today's game. You've had to carry a tremendous uh, load this year. Uh, everybody knows that most of the time when you play well, state wins. And uh, when you have an off game, it uh, can be a challenge like it was at, uh, at Boston College. You turned it around and came back from that uh, performance and did what you did tonight. Uh, what did Coach Keats talk to you about in the meantime? Did he say anything to you? Did, um, uh, what what changed? You know, really just, um, you know, just talking, talking with my family, like just talking with my mom, um, you know, and things like that. Um, you know, she, she she just always been there for me. So, um, you know, if I'm playing bad, she's going to tell me I'm playing bad. And when I'm playing good, she's going to tell me I'm playing good. So, you know, after the Boston College game, I got an earful, you know, from my <laughs> mom, um, you know, probably for like 20 minutes on the phone. So um, I didn't want to you know, go through that again. And, you know, she was coming to the game tonight, so definitely didn't want her, you know, down here, you know. So are you saying sometimes <laughs> mom is the best coach? Sometimes mom is the best coach. She will tell you what you need to hear, right? Yeah, and she's not going to sugarcoat. You know, you and Devin, especially in the first half, were able to get in the paint a lot against Duke. And I'm wondering, is it a little bit easier for you guys to get in the paint against a team like this that pressure's all over the place as opposed to, a, like, a pack line team yeah. like Virginia or somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I – I think it's easier, you know, um, you know, just getting to the paint, you know, with, with um, like playing against Duke than it was like uh, versus Virginia because, you know, they're playing pack line and and they really don't want the ball in the paint. Um, you know, playing against Duke, you know, our mindset was to draw the ball, draw the ball. You know, they're gonna be out there denying and, you know, they're gonna get tired and stuff like that. So um, driving lanes opened up, you know, and. We took advantage of it. Do you think that led later to some of the good three-point shooting? The pack was eight out of thirteen at sixty-two percent. Uh, that's you know that's winning basketball right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know we 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 really didn't settle today. Um, you know our mindset was to really get down get down the lane. Um, keep attacking. Yeah, just just to keep attacking. You know, um, and guys, you know, hit shots, made threes, and stuff like that. So I mean. Overall, it was a good game for us. Yeah, and amazingly, although Vernon Carey turned it on the second half of 27 points total, you guys won points in the paint, 44 to 40, and a lot of them coming on drives. I thought, and I said it during the game a couple times, that uh, DJ, Manny, and Danny Dixon as well did an exceptional job with their ball screens tonight. Yeah, And exactly. they were running your guys into screens. Uh, how much did it also help that sometimes they would change the angles of those screens out there? Uh, definitely. Um, you know, they were, you know, on the side, you know, they were trying to ice us, you know, on the side. So, um, you know, I was just thinking, like, maybe if we get to get the ball to the middle and things like that, you know, they really can't ice us and stuff like that. And, you know, just playing with DJ and, and, and Manny and stuff like that, you know, they were setting up the, the right angles on the screens and just rolling, you know, and, and that opened up the court for everything. Duke made a run in the second half. They cut the lead down to 11 with about 11-18 to go. And then I think the building started to get a little bit uneasy. You could yeah. probably feel it out there. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, this is a sixth-ranked team. They're going to make a run. But then the pack responds on a 24-10 run over the next eight minutes. You were you were a big part of that. DJ Funderburg was a big part of that. How did you like the way that everybody came back together, collected themselves, and finished the game? 
You know, I loved it. Um, I think we caught timeout, and um, like when they went when they made the run, I, I think we had called a timeout. You know, Coach Keats settled us down and stuff like that. Um, you know, he just told us to keep going. You know, stop playing on our heels. Um, you know, we had, I think we had like eight minutes left or nine minutes left. You know, when they when they made the run, so we just wanted to keep going. Um, I really feel like we we was playing on our heels, kind of um, like we wanted the game to be over with or something like that. Um, but you know, we got it done. Yeah, you got to play 40 minutes. Well, I told the TV guys at halftime, I said that was your third midcourt make this year. They couldn't believe it. And I don't know if that's ever happened in the history of basketball. Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. real. I mean, that's why I was going to ask you. When that one went in, were you saying, this can't be right? This yeah, is not like, possible. I ain't even like, I, I put the threes up, but I'm in my head, I'm like, this can't be true. Like, I don't know what's going on, but... You know, it's working. It's working out. It's working. I, talk, I asked Coach Keats just now if he might run a play for you out there the next game. He said, no, not happening. <laughs> I just touched Markel's shoulder and got burned. <laughs> Great job, Markel. Terrific game. And, uh, hey, got another big one coming Saturday, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Now, that, that's a bad joke right there. Gary said to Markel, I just touched Markel's jersey and I got burned. Now, that is a bad joke, right? If you want to, you know. Make a list of bad jokes, I think that's up there. I think you realize a bad joke probably two seconds after you say it. <laughs> and and people just laughing at you because it's just that it's always a person in the audience or somebody listening just will laugh at everything. But you usually have your jokes are not all bad. Right. But I think it's you, just a bad ratio. It's well, like one I, out of ten or and something. And I think like it's that. a certain um, group of people that like your jokes. That's all. Yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah, that's I surround myself with those people. You know, the biggest thing the biggest thing about it is you always have to know your audience. And, you do. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, a little trivial matter, and I said it right there with the interview with Markel. I'm wondering, other than maybe Metal Lark Lemon of the Harlem Globetrotters, if there's ever been a player in the history of basketball on any level that's made three midcourt shots in the same season. Hard to imagine that, isn't it? I don't know of any. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. It's um, it's crazy how that's happened. I mean, you know, the, I guess the biggest one is the one at Greensboro because that won the game. Um, the other ones at halftime, I don't want to take away from them, but he made one. To, he made the one at Greensboro to win the game. That was right. pretty impressive. And you took credit for the first two. Yeah. You know, I mean, you put him in that position. To Absolutely. Make, it's a coach's job to put a player in a position to make plays. Do you, know, you, do you take credit on this one? No, well? this one was on his own. I didn't really know what he was doing on this one. But <laughs> the the Greensboro game, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I told everybody to get out of his way. And I, I made sure that he dribbled up the right side of the court because he typically makes it on the right side. Mm -hmm. And um, as he was dribbling, I was the one counting down. You know, and telling them you got to get it off, you got to get it off, and mm -hmm. he raised up and made it. So, how hampered was he by that thigh bruise on Saturday? Pretty banged up. You know, he got banged up um, in the Duke game and got a, a knee to the thigh, and, and he kind of his thigh and knee area had swollen up, and um, we had to do a good job, um, uh, training staff, for the last couple of days leading up to the game, of getting him a lot of treatment, around the clock treatment, as much as we could. But he was hampered. He had six turnovers against Boston College. Since then, he's come back against two very good defensive teams, Duke and Florida State, only one turnover in each one of those games, and he credits his mom. She's helping you out, apparently. Absolutely. And, and he better credit his mom because without his mom, he wouldn't be here. So. Well, he said that she let him have it after the Boston College game. Yeah, and his mom is funny because after the Duke game, um, I, I met her somewhere after the game, and she's like, yeah, you lit a, you lit a fire under him, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, you lit one under him, too. <laughs> yeah. So we both must have, because he had an earful from both of us, but I'm glad he won't tell everybody that I gave him an earful because I don't need that. But mom, moms are always can motivate sons. I can tell you that now. Moms, and I got two boys. I let my wife motivate them, except when she's tired of dealing with them, and then she'll, she'll threaten them. My wife's the best now. I, I go back on my wife all the time. But she says you're the worst. I know it. But listen. I'm on the phone, and she's got my kids are doing something wrong, and I'm on the phone, and all of a sudden she'll tell the kids, "Your daddy says stop that." I never said a word. <laughs> They're like, "What? what, what hey, whatever works." Yeah, and all of a sudden it they stop. You like she's like, your, "Your daddy said get up." I was like, "I didn't even know he was laying down right there." <laughs> 
Hey, it works. That's what matters, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, stay with us. we got another segment coming up. This is Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keyes presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. Dude, subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. My lucky number? 500. I have 500 songs in my workout playlist, and my college application essay was exactly 500 words. But now I have a new favorite 500. $500 tuition. In North Carolina, three universities charge just $500 tuition per semester for in-state students. That's right, $500 tuition per semester at three state universities. Learn more at affordableeducation.org. Affordable college for everyone. Produced with U.S. Ed Gear Up grant funds awarded to the UNC system. P334S120003. The Sheridan Raleigh Hotel and Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar is once again proud to be the home of the Kevin Keats Weekly Radio Show. Whether you're planning a corporate meeting, wedding reception, or just looking for a great spot to watch the Wolfpack game, the Sheridan Raleigh and Jimmy V's go hand in hand. So come on out and try a Jimmy V's pizza or the infamous Wittenberger while Coach Keats talks Wolfpack basketball. To make a reservation or plan your next event, simply call the Sheridan Raleigh Hotel at 919-834-9900 or visit them online at SheridanRaleigh.com or JimmyV'sRaleigh.com. We all have stories to tell. Let Pandora Jewelry help you tell your story with distinctive designs that represent what you love. Discover the pieces that fuel your passions, inspire self-expression, and spark creativity. So follow your own rules and get lost in the spirit of adventure. What do you love? Shop Pandora Jewelry now and discover the stories that make you, you. Available at Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Owning an LS tractor is about a lot of things. For me, it's about lift capacity. It's about the hydraulics. Owning an LS, it's about how well it's made. Steel, baby. More features. Standard features. It's about the land. Making it better. Having something to pass down. It's about owning the best. Find your local LS dealer at lstractorusa.com and see what it's about for you. With NC State men's basketball coach Kevin Keats, I'm Tony Haynes, and we welcome you back. We'll pack weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light. Show pre-recorded earlier today from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. It was back on the 27th of January. North Carolina came into PNC, beat NC State 75-65. Rematch coming up tomorrow night from the Smith Center at 9 o'clock. And, of course, uh, in that first game, the, the key guy on the floor clearly was Garrison Brooks, uh, the center for uh, North Carolina. He's a four, he's a five, whatever you want to call him. But uh, he was tremendous. He scored the basketball, got a lot of offensive rebounds. So uh, NC State big man DJ Funderburk, he knows uh, the pack's probably going to steady get a steady diet of more of the same tomorrow night. We knew they was going to pound it in the Vernon too. We just, we really just tried to tried to guard him in as many different ways as we could, and uh, we got a different game plan just because it's too big this time. But I feel like. Uh, I feel pretty confident about this one. Uh, we're going to change up a couple things, and you know, I'll see tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have a different mentality coming in that game. You guys, over the last, I guess, since the road trip, but especially the last two games at home, seem to have kind of kicked the, the effort up a, a, a level. I mean, you guys playing with a little bit more urgency now, now that we're getting toward the end? Yeah, uh, I think it's a little bit more sense of urgency, but at the same time, we, we try to come in every game like it's the last game. Uh, it's freshmen on the team playing for juniors. It's, it's juniors on the team playing for those seniors that, that don't get to put that jersey on at the end of the season anymore. So uh, I think our level of intensity and urgency definitely kicked up a little bit. Does Marco get sentimental about being a senior? 
Nah, I feel like Kale is the same player, win, lose, or draw. Uh, and that's what I love about him. He's just real even kill about the game. Uh, he know there's a, another level after this. Uh, but at the same time, he I know he don't never take this game for granted just because of, you know, past events of what have happened to other players, younger and older. You mentioned North Carolina pounding the ball inside. For you big guys, how yeah. challenging is it to stay out of foul trouble against teams like that? Uh, it's really a mind game. Uh you really gotta play tricks with the with the uh, with the opposing player. You gotta. Uh, I can't give you all my tricks, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I really just try to play a couple games with them. Just uh, some of them, you gotta let you gotta let go. If they score, they score. They in the ACC too. They gonna score. Uh, some of them are, are big time draft picks, so you gotta expect them to get that to get theirs off too. But at the same time, um, it come down to heart with me. Uh, I feel like. I feel like uh, if you score like eight straight buckets on me, I got to do something. I got to give you a hard foul, send you to the line, or or get a steal over the top. I got to do something to, to let you know I'm still I'm still right there with you. I'm sure you can tell early in the game how the game is going to be called. When you see that it's going to be called a little tighter, do you have to change the way you you play, especially on the defensive end? Yeah, sometimes. Um, I feel like if they call in certain stuff, I can't be as physical. But uh, it's been certain games where the ref will he'll tell us, like, we're going to let you guys bang down there a little bit. But, you know, if it get out of hand, they, they control the game after that. So I try to keep the game in our control as much as we can before, before the refs just take over. North Carolina is known for its rebounding. I mean, even though they're struggling, they're still a great rebounding team. Mm-hmm. You become a, an excellent offensive rebounder yourself. But what's it like in there um, in the paint trying to keep those guys off the glass? Uh, it's, it's hard at times. Uh, sometimes certain games, they may send two at me. So I'll tell, you know, one of the guards, like, hey, they send the two at me. So it might free you up to get some rebounds or uh you know, somebody or Jericho or somebody else that may have like two, and I got like six or something. Be like, hey, go go crash the boards. They they double teaming me or triple teaming me at the time. So uh, it just free up other people. Uh, anytime I feel like it's more than one player on me, uh, I always communicate with my team to to go do this or go do that, so they can get something else going for themselves. I'm not sure how much scout you've done so far, but uh, how much different of a team are they with Cole Anthony than the first time you played them without? Uh, I mean, it was a great team before. They beat us. But uh, with Cole Anthony, I definitely think that brings a, a totally different dimension to their team. Uh, I feel like he's a lottery player, lottery pick at the uh, at the end of the year in June. But uh, we still got to go out there, keep him in front. Uh, we got to try to make him take tough shots and uh, stay poised and composed. Uh, he's a great player, so he's going to score. We know that. It's a basketball game. It's a game of runs. We know they're going to score as a team. We just got to we gotta weather the storm and beat them at their place. There he is, DJ Funderburg, having a solid junior season for NC State. And he'll be a key with North Carolina, always trying to pound the ball inside. And Tar Heels, of course, uh, although it's been a rough season, always a great rebounding team. So interesting matchup coming up tomorrow night in Chapel Hill. In fact, we'll focus in on that game with Coach on the other side of this break. You are listening to Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keyes, presented by Coors Light from Learfield IMG College. It's bow time at Bojangles. Come in today for our bold, craveable chicken supremes. At Bojangles, we believe chicken tenders should be full of flavor. That's why we don't serve chicken fingers, strips, or nuggets. We serve whole breast tenders with a one-of-a-kind spice you can only find at Bojangles. Our chicken supremes are the best. How else do you think they got their name? Hurry in for a chicken supremes combo with your choice of fixing a biscuit and a drink. Bojangles, it's bow time, y'all. It's time for the beautiful smile you've always wanted. Gladwell Orthodontics is thrilled to be a part of NC State's pack. Trust in Gladwell Orthodontics, North Carolina's number one Invisalign provider and top five in the nation. With three locations in Raleigh and Wake Forest, our doctors and staff are not just correcting smiles, we're perfecting them. Visit gladwellorthodontics.com to schedule your new patient appointment. Tell them you're a member of the pack and receive $500 off comprehensive treatment. Gladwell Orthodontics, experience the difference. 
Tony Haynes here with Brother Fountain of Fountain Financial Associates. Brother, it's prudent for all of us to develop strategies that lead to a secure financial future. How can you help us do that? Tony, people need help making important decisions about retirement income and getting the most out of their assets. We get you and your family prepared for your future. Coach Keats has a game plan and so should you. Fountain Financial is local and provides face-to-face personal interaction. Fountain Financial Associates is the largest independent firm in southeastern North Carolina. Contact them at fountainfinancial.net. Hey, Pack fans, did you know over the past decade, Revels Chirp and Tractor and John Deere have provided chirp equipment to maintain the sports fields at NC State. They're pleased to feature new and pre-owned golf and sports chirp maintenance equipment. Revels Chirp and Tractor has a location in Myrtle Beach and their home base in Fuquay Varina or RevelsTractor.com. You're now able to provide the same field conditions that the Pack plays on each week with the help of Revels Chirp and Tractor. Revels Chirp and Tractor is proud to support Wolfpack Athletics. Need a triangle-based homegrown one-stop shop for printing books, flyers, manuals, magazines, posters, banners, signs and displays, and personalized marketing storefronts? Relax. DocuSource it. A proud sponsor of Wolfpack Athletics, DocuSource is an industry-leading commercial printing facility and marketing services provider and the printer of the Wolfpack Basketball Game Program. DocuSource. Smart people, smart ideas, smart technology, smart print. Call 919-459-5900 or visit them online at DocuSourceOfNC.com to experience the DocuSource difference today. What's the difference between good and great? Good tells you why they're better. Great proves it every day. At Great Clips, greatness isn't just in our name, it's in everything we do. From our highly skilled stylists to saving your haircut details and clip notes to saving you time with online check-in. Getting your haircut at Great Clips means never having to settle for good enough again. And with over 4,000 salons across the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to find a Great Clips location near you. Download our online check-in app today. Great Clips. It's going to be great. Final segment, Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats, presented by Coors Light. Show pre-recorded earlier today from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar with the coach. I'm Tony Haynes. The fans, we have a good turnout here today joining us. And uh, those who uh, do uh, make the choice to come be a part of our audience at the radio show, one lucky fan always gets an opportunity to win a nice prize pack, which includes tickets to an upcoming home game, also a one-night stay to the downtown Raleigh Sheridan, and a gift card to Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar. And now it's time to announce our winner, Coach, and it would be Michelle Ford. There's Michelle. Good job, Michelle. It pays to come to Jimmy V's, doesn't it, Michelle? Thank you very much. I've got the gift card. I'll give it back to you later. <laughs> no, he he does. He do, He mean that, too. Yeah, that's right. You got to watch him. Um, it would be remiss, Coach, I didn't get to reaction to the news today that uh, Devin Daniels is ACC Player of the Week. Uh, just a tremendous uh, week for him in back-to-back games. And tell us about uh, Devin Daniels' journey this year and how he's gotten to this point where he's just so consistent and productive. Well, give him a lot of credit. Um, he is an emotional person and he's an emotional player, uh, but he's been able to channel that in the right direction. Um, he's been very consistent for us. I would say the last five or six games, uh, he's our best on-the-ball defender. Um, he has scored the basketball. I'm excited for him. Um, I just want him to uh, build on it. He deserves it. Uh, happy with the way he's been playing, and I want him to continue to get better. 18 rebounds in those two games, nine against Florida State, nine against Duke on Wednesday night. Why all of a sudden has he become such a uh, productive rebounder at 6'5"? Well, because he understands um, what we're looking for. And, and, and I will tell you this, in the last uh, week or so or two weeks, he's been totally bought in. Um, you know, you won't find a guy who – works as hard as him. Uh, I don't care what time of day you might walk in there and Devin Daniels is in the gym uh, doing something, um, and, and that's a good thing. Well, and you've said this before. You said it after the first game against North Carolina. You said it earlier today. You thought that was uh, one of the pack's more disappointing performances this season. Certainly, Tariel's had something to do with it. They did a good job on the offensive boards, and their big guys really were the story of that game. Is it productive at all for you to uh, show your guys clips from that first game? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, playing against those guys is different for us because what happens is Armando Baco and uh, Garrison Brooks really took it to us. Um, those guys had 11 offensive rebounds between the two of those guys, and uh, they controlled the game in the paint. It uh, wasn't about whether Cole Anthony played or not. 
those two guys were really good. Carolina's a I know their record, and everybody's going to say, oh, man, their record's not good. They still have a bunch of McDonald's All-Americans, and they won four out of the – I mean, they've, they've lost four out of the last six by two points or less. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, they have five losses by three points or less. They've lost three overtime games. So, you know, Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. But they've shown flashes – Right, that they can compete just about anywhere. Well, it just goes to show you our league, man. That our, our tournament that's coming up in a couple of weeks. I don't know that there is a favorite. Now, of course, they're going to be one, two, three, four seeds and all that other stuff. But I don't think anybody this year can tell you who can win the tournament, uh, because when you look at it, every team, even the top teams, uh, have all lost to somebody, and everybody's beat somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, your wife, Georgette, is here, as she usually is for the show. And I want you to know, before we close it out, I don't think you're the worst. Well, thank you. Okay. But it doesn't matter coming from you. Uh, (laughs) I know that. Yeah. You know, and that's the crazy thing. like, And I really, and I know you say that with all. um, Sincerity. Sincerity. Absolutely. And you mean it. And and I respect you and thank you for saying that. It just comes off a little different when it comes from you than opposed to I can understand that. The significant other. That's the way it should be. All right, Coach. Have a good one tomorrow in Chapel Hill. Thank you. Get ready for North Carolina tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Tip-off time will be on the air with pregame coverage at 8. And next week. We'll back weekly with Kevin Keith, our last show of the season. Live from Jimmy V's Osteria and Bar, this has been Wolfpack Weekly with Kevin Keats. Presented by Coors Light. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. When you are stocking up for game day, be sure to grab a Coke and share it with a friend. Share a Coke and go pack. And by Sheraton Raleigh Hotel. When in Raleigh, stay where the Wolfpack stay. The preceding has been a production of Wolfpack Sports Properties, a joint venture of Learfield IMG College and Capital Broadcasting Company.